Welcome, travelers. Welcome to season three, episode 33 of Travel Happens. We are back to the magic of travel. Today, I am recording solo and have some exciting information planned for this episode. I will be discussing everything you need to know about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, one of the latest in immersion experiences at a theme park. This is Travel Happens, a podcast all about enhancing your vacation. Do you want to make your trip go smoother, easier, and more special? Keep listening. I am your host, Destination Douglas. Think of me as Moraine Sedai, Tyrion Lannister, Gandalf, Mr. Miyagi, and Yoda all rolled into one. I'm your guide when it comes to cruises. Today, I will dive into the details to find out what the Galactic Star Cruiser is all about. After listening, you should have a good idea about if you would enjoy your stay aboard the Star Cruiser. This is Travel Happens Season 3. You don't want it to occur, but travel happens. We're here to supply advice, guidance, aid, and be your advocate through all the potholes and pitfalls to your destination. Do you need help in planning a trip? Contact information is in the show notes. Just drop us a line. Okay, let's start off with travel news. And um, we'll start with Norwegian Cruise Line. Uh, recently, uh, Norwegian Cruise Line uh, announced, well, they didn't quite announce, it kind of got slipped out there. <laughs> but we'll, we can discuss it a little bit. So optimizing operations is continuing at Norwegian Cruise Line, which is set to reduce its stateroom cleaning service in 2023 fleet-wide, according to a report from Cruise Center. In short, some stateroom categories will now get once-a-day cleaning service instead of twice-a-day cleaning, which has included nighttime turndown service. This will allow the cruise line to consolidate crew roles while saving energy and water, according to the letter. Stateroom categories moving to once-daily service in 2023 include studio, inside, ocean view, balcony, and club balcony rooms. This will involve a consolidation of staff roles as the stateroom steward and junior stateroom steward positions will be adjusted to a single job title in stateroom attendant. The company said in the letter that the elimination of these positions will phase out over time, allowing crew to complete current contracts. According to the company, the adjustment positively impacts our commitment to environmental sustainability and keeps our company in alignment with current standard practices in the cruise and hotel industries by promoting conservation of water and energy resources and by reducing the use of chemicals on board our ships. The changes first happen on the Norwegian Epic on January 8th, followed by the Sky starting January 13th, and then the Jewel on January 14th, and Sun and Breakaway on January 15th. Just days after a similar announcement by Princess Cruises, Norwegian Cruise Line said that it would 
increase its automatic daily gratuity rate for all passengers starting next year. Starting on January 1st, 2023, the rate will be $20 per person per day for all standard guests, up from $16. $20 for all club balcony suite guests, up from $18. And $25 for guests in the Haven and Suite guests, up from $20. The charge allows guests to compensate crew members without having to tip one individually. And while it's an automatic charge, it is optimal, optional rather, <laughs> for all guests. It can be adjusted by guests at any time during their sailing. Guests are also able to prepay gratuities prior to their sailing, which means that those with bookings for next year right now can prepay prior to January 1st and lock in the old rate. Norwegian's new rates are slightly more than the ones Princess announced this week, which are $16 per person per day for interior, ocean view, and balcony cabin guests, $17 for mini suite and club class, and $18 for suite guests. The two are far from the only cruise lines to up gratuities this year. So, yeah, that has been a train, train, uh, a pattern in the cruise industry. Um, there have been a number of cruise lines that have increased the automatic gratuities. Um, it still is reasonable when you think about it. You know, these people work really hard and I applaud them all and they deserve it. Um, but as far as optimizing operations uh, and reducing the amount of cleaning that happens in your room. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't quite believe their altruistic motives of trying to be more environmentally friendly. That's not what it's about. It's about uh, saving them some money. If they don't have to pay for all the work that goes into uh, just servicing your room once per day, then that's the reason. Uh, the other thing is, I really wonder how they're going to tackle this. Are you going to have a choice? Before it was, you had a uh, service to your room in the morning, and then once again in the evening before you uh, went to sleep. And now, I'm wondering, is NCL going to give people the choice? Do you want a morning service or do you want an evening service? Or are they going to decide saying, listen, we're just going to have the one turndown service and that's it. So it ought to be interesting to see what ends up happening. Um, I'll be looking forward to hearing from clients and seeing what they had to say. Um, I re recently on the Norwegian Prima got uh, my uh, attendant servicing my room twice a day, and I I was I would have been fine if it was just once a day, but it was nice getting that uh, taken care of twice a day. Uh, moving on, and we're gonna go to Disney Cruise Line. Families can unlock their hidden superhuman abilities as they assemble their own superhero community on board the Disney Dream during Marvel Day at Sea. 
This action-packed day on select itineraries out of Miami will feature the largest assembly of superheroes and villains at sea. All-day entertainment, including brand new heroic encounters with the debut of Captain America Sam Wilson, Mighty Thor, and much more. Get ready for an epic selection of sweets and treats available exclusively during Marvel Day at Sea. During Marvel Day at Sea, guests will find delicious desserts at Vandalope's Sweets and Treats. Enjoy an Iron Man cupcake made with vanilla sponge cake and vanilla frosting, or a Spider-Man cupcake made with chocolate devil cake and white chocolate mousse. Oh, white chocolate mousse. That sounds good. Other epic treats include the Baby Groot Marshmallow Stick, Marvel Cookie Sandwich with Dulce de Leche filling. Oh, that. Oh, sign me up for that. And Captain America Brownie and so much more available throughout the ship. Guests will enjoy these treats and more aboard one of our special Marvel Day at Sea sailings beginning in January on the Disney Dream. So that sounds utterly delicious. And those sweet treats are probably up Heather's alley. I'm sure she can't wait to go on another sea voyage aboard the Disney Dream. But uh, moving on, since we're we've been talking about Disney things, let's continue. We'll talk about Walt Disney World. Cast members and Imagineers are celebrating a moment of nostalgia at Magic Kingdom Park this week as Walt Disney World prepares to welcome guests aboard the Walt Disney World Railroad once again for the holiday season. This opening day attraction returns with a completely refreshed track looping the park and another new surprise for fans and first comers alike. Not only did this historic train undergo track updates and maintenance as 100 year old vintage steam trains do the creative minds at walt disney imagineering also sees this moment to revisit the narration and introduce an all new voice to bring guests into the beloved stories they encounter as they travel from one magical land to the next the familiar whistle of a steam engine will be complemented by exciting new sounds and voices the team of Imagineers shared. While their conductor points guests to the familiar sights on their left and right, they embrace what makes Magic Kingdom a place unlike any other where guests can escape into completely new worlds and celebrate with characters they love. Actually, you know, that's one of the great things that I love about Walt Disney World is that it's just the sheer escape from reality. Uh, this leg legacy attraction now holds true the very nostalgia of opening day and blends it with the wonder of new adventures, immersing everyone into story after story as it loops around the park. Guests may even encounter a character or two along the way. Well, that's something new. Uh, share Walt Disney's love of trains with the world once again, taking uh, guests for the iconic Grand Circle Tour of Magic Kingdom this holiday season. And over at Disneyland Resort, Disneyland Resort over in California has added five dates to the validity window of their limited time promotional ticket offer for Southern California residents. 
This three-day weekday ticket, one park per day, and park hopper options are available, can be enjoyed on a consecutive three-day visit or on separate occasions across these winter to spring dates, and purchasing Disney Genie Plus service as an add-on is available. Guests who have already purchased this ticket will be receiving the following email. Dear guest, we are pleased to announce the addition of five dates to the validity window for the limited time weekday ticket promotion for Southern California residents. Beginning today, well, beginning a few days ago when you're listening to this, Southern California guests have added have an added opportunity to book park reservations for weekdays from January 2nd to January 6th, 2023 with the Southern California resident ticket promotion subject to reservation availability. Guests may now use their SoCal resident ticket to experience the final week of the holidays at Disneyland Resort, as well as the final week of the Black Panther Wakanda Forever celebration at the Disneyland Resort from January 2nd to January 6th, 2023, subject to park reservation availability. As a reminder, the Southern California resident ticket purchase uh, provides the opportunity for Southern California residents to make park reservations on three weekdays from January 2nd through May 25th, 2023, subject to restrictions. Park reservations are limited, subject to availability, and not guaranteed. And then finally, I'm going to talk about MSC. MSC Cruises, the MSC World Europa, is officially entering service. After debuting as a hotel ship during the FIFA World Cup in Qatar, the new MSC Cruises vessel kicked off its mating cruise on December 20th. Marking the start of the ship's inaugural season in the Middle East, the four-night repositioning cruise ended in Dubai. In addition to Dubai... Um, World Europa's regularly week-long itinerary features visits to other four ports in United Arab Emirates and Qatar, including Abu Dhabi, Sirbani, Yas, and Doha. Before returning to its home port, the MSC World Europa also sailed to Damam, an unusual cruise destination located in Saudi Arabia. Starting in April, the 205,700-ton ship is sailing a year-round schedule of cruises in the Western Mediterranean. The ship's regular seven-night itinerary visits the Italian ports of Genoa, Naples, and Messina, as well as Valletta in Malta, Barcelona in Spain, and Marseille in France. Now the largest ship in the MSC Cruises fleet, the 5,400 guest vessel, introduced several firsts to the company's fleet, such as its LNG-powered propulsion system. According to MSC, the cleaner burning fuel reduces greenhouse emissions by up to 20% and reduces nitrogen oxides by 85%. So that is some good stuff right there. I love hearing all about that. So that's it for the news. Okay, we're back. Um, we're going to talk about this week 
uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is in Walt Disney World, just uh, adjacent to Disney uh, Hollywood Studios. So like I said, it's not a hotel, but an actual immersive theater experience. Treat it as a legit cruise. It is a Star Wars story you are checking into. Uh, you'll be participating in a story. Even if you are not a super fan, it is an enjoyable experience. And instead of the sea, uh, you are traveling among the stars. And as you listen to all of this, you will see some parallels when it comes to the Galactic Star Cruiser versus um, a sea vessel. So I'm going to start off by uh, saying it's a revolutionary two-night immersive adventure. It places guests in the center of the action of your own Star Wars story. It's part immersive theater, part live action role-play game, part themed environment, part uh, culinary extravaganza, and so much more. Um, and it has a specific time frame that it uh, is dealing with. And uh, that time frame is it's sandwiched between two movies. So the first movie is The Last Jedi. And then you have the events that will be taking place on this Star Cruiser, followed by the movie Rise of Skywalker. So that's kind of the time frame that you're taking place here. So it's basically you're dealing with the big baddie is going to be the First Order. It's basically a, a, a battle between the Rebellion and um, the First Order. Order. If you enjoyed Batu in Disneyland Resort or Walt Disney World, you will love Galactic Star Cruiser. It includes some favorite Star Wars characters. But um, you know, if you if you really <laughs> didn't follow any of those movies, don't worry. You can still have a really great time. It's I'm telling you, this um, is an amazing, amazing adventure. And um, it really kind of reminds me of um, really, okay, I'm going to dive into geekdom here a little bit. It reminds me of LARPing. And what is LARP? LARP is live action role playing. And uh, I got introduced to it by a documentary. It was, uh, the documentary is called Darkon. And it was just really interesting seeing how these, how people uh, live their life uh, in real, their everyday experiences at, versus when they are actually playing a character in some live action role-playing scenario. So um, if you wanna check out Darkon and see what that's like, this is reminding me a lot of Darkon. Um, so you're going to board the Halcyon Star Cruiser, and it's operated by 
Chandrila Starline, known for their fleet of comfortable and stylish star cruisers, top-tier service, and delicious cuisine, and exotic destinations. And each passenger's experience is shaped by their choices and interactions. And you get to decide whether do you want to fight for the first order or are you going to be a member of the resistance? To me, it probably would be a little bit easier being a member of the resistance because let's face facts. Um, the movies had the point of view of a member of the resistance. If you're going to be playing for the first order, that's uh, probably a little bit trickier to figure out. That's just my take. Uh, I actually would love to take on helping out the first order and seeing what that all would be like because there's a small part of me that actually has like this dark side and um, I feel like the persona that I give off in my everyday life is someone who's bright and cheery and um, not someone who's Mr. Mean and um, by the book and yeah so that would be interesting. So sit back and uh, and watch all the events, or you can take part and become a hero. It's all up to you. So how much you want to get involved, that's all up to you. So, um, but I got to say, uh, I am by nature an introvert, and I, but I have discovered in dealing with certain attractions at Walt Disney World, for example, uh, Smuggler's Run or Mission Space, it is far more uh, enjoyable going through the attraction, doing a little bit of role playing. It, it enhances the whole thing. So I encourage you to break out of your shell a little bit push the envelope and experience it um, doing some interaction. And that's, you know, when you push the envelope and do things you're not totally comfortable with, that's when uh, you really reap in rewards, not just on Galactic Star Cruiser. I'm talking about anything in life. That, that Okay, enough preaching on my part. Um, so what does a stay on the Galactic Star Cruiser entail? So what it includes is two nights in a stay in a cabin or a suite aboard the Halcyon Star Cruiser. And you are going to have ongoing immersive entertainment experiences in which passengers determine their own path. Uh, something else that is included, you get meals two breakfasts per passenger, two lunches per passenger, and it includes one quick service meal for use at Disney Hollywood Studios. If it were me, this is a whole, a whole Star Wars experience. I would be going to uh, at a venue inside Batu over at um, Galaxy's Edge. But that's just me. You do you. <laughs> you also will get one day admission to Disney Hollywood Studios to visit Batu. You will receive an exclusive Star Cruiser Magic Band. And then you also uh, can have valet parking 
experience when you're there. So this experience is not dependent on Star Wars fandom. Of course, it definitely helps. <laughs> if you're an Uber fan, uh, you will really get into it. But it, you know, you don't have to be a huge fan to to enjoy it. I mean, I don't think you have to be a few, huge fan to uh, love Galaxy Edge and uh, visit Batu. It's so immersive there. I think you'll have a great time. So the arrival experience, you can arrive uh, as the time you arrive, it starts at 1 p.m. They need the whole beginning part of the day to prep and clean and get the place all ready for you. So that's very much like a, a cruise, a sea cruise. You don't gain entry into whatever cruise ship you're going on. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the company is. There's no getting on board like at eight o'clock in the morning. That just doesn't happen. They need time to change over and uh, take care of the cabins and all of that. So you can arrive anywhere between 1 and 4 p.m. And uh, what's recommended is that you arrive in Walt Disney World one day prior to this experience. That way you have enough time to acclimate yourself and uh, and also just in case there's a hiccup in your flight, if you're flying, um, you're not going to miss out on anything. You can receive valet service and an exclusive magic band on that first day. You complete online check-in. Uh, you could do that in advance on My Disney Experience. Um you get a security screening, just like you do on a sea vessel. Um, once you're checked in and view a safety message, you can activate your launch pod and go into the atrium of Star Cruiser and mill about and check out the whole ship. And because you know what's happening, it's going to be an epic adventure that's about to happen. So let's talk about accommodations. So passenger service uh, representatives will escort you to your assigned cabin. So the first type of cabin is a standard cabin. And the standard cabin can sleep five people. You get one queen bed with underbed storage and then two twin berths. And then there's one twin pull down that uh, is there. There's a shower and you get amenities. I'm really not sure what kind of amenities you're going to get. Um, up until recently, it's been H2O plus amenities, but H2O has just decided to shut their doors. So I'm sure they'll get some other really nice replacement because Disney always takes care of their guests. There's also a cooling supply unit. In other words, a cooler or a fridge, <laughs> some place to store your food and beverages. Um, there's an in-cabin safe. There's an interactive uh, vid screen. There's viewport shutters. There's a droid link panel. You get to interact with a droid through a screen. There's USB charging ports. There's um, 
as I mentioned before, beauty bath and shower products. So that is all in a standard guest room. And uh, they take it a bit further for Galaxy Class Suites. These are one-bedroom Galaxy Class Suites. They sleep four people, including infants. There is one queen bed. There are two twin wall pull-down beds. There's a table with two chairs. There's that cooling supply unit and everything that uh, I described in that standard cabin um, you'll get in the one-bedroom Galaxy Class Suite. There's also two bathrobes in suites, so that's nice and comfy. Um, moving on, if you need even more room, there is the Grand Captain's Suite. And the Grand Captain's Suite has two bedrooms. So, and they can sleep eight people, including infants. Uh, there are two queen-size beds, two twin berths, like they're like bunk beds, and two twin wall pull-down beds. So that's all that's happening in the Grand Cabin Suite. Oh, there's um, a second full bath, and there is, like I said, a cooler or mini fridge. And all of these cabin types, there are accessible uh, state rooms that are available for all three types. There are no connecting cabins, though. That is one difference between um, a sea cruise line ship and the Galactic Star Cruiser. So there are no connecting cabins, um, but you might have two cabins that are next to each other, they might be available and you can place a room request. It's not guaranteed, it's just a request and they'll do their best to try to accommodate that. Uh, day one experience, you start off with a lunch in the Crown of Corellia dining room. Items from all over the galaxy and some home planet fair will be available in buffet style. There's going to be a wide variety of small bites. Options can include mini flatbreads, assorted soups and sandwiches, hot plates, sweets. Um, we can They can accommodate special dietary needs. You just need to notify in advance. So talk to your travel advisor about any special dietary needs. Like I have a tree nut allergy. So I would tell my, I would tell myself since I'm a travel advisor <laughs> that um, I have this dietary need. Um, so then on day one, you get to explore the ship and prepare for adventure. You can go to the climate simulator and it simulates weather on Batu. So it's a nice, easy transition. It's a peaceful place to unwind and get fresh air. Uh, the Star Wars data pad orientation can take place. You, uh, it gets accessed through the Play, Play Disney Parks app, which is an app you can get on your phone. So it just basically is converting your phone into the data pad. There's also the Sublight Lounge where you can enjoy small bites, specialty non-alcoholic and non alcoholic beverages. Uh, 
You could participate in a hollow sabak uh, tournament with fellow passengers. Lessons are available no matter what the skill level is and experience. You can shop merchandise only the, that can be found on the Halcyon, including intergalactic attire and accessories. You can even shop 60 days prior to arrival. You can shop through Shop Disney or at the Chandrila Collection. So that's all available to you because, let's face it, we all know Disney loves to get you to shop. <laughs> um, face painting is available from an artist to transform into an otherworldly being. A 30-minute session is available and bookable up to 60 days prior to arrival and can be reserved for day one or day two. If you want to wear the face painting on your trip to Batu, be sure to get one that is quote unquote Batu approved because they have specific rules when it comes to costuming uh when you're visiting Disney Holly Hollywood Studios. So um cost is due at the time of booking. You could also go on and have a Chandra Starline portrait session where Disney PhotoPass photographers can take uh, photo sessions of up to eight passengers for a 30-minute session at unique locations around the ship. It's bookable up to 60 days prior, and you can reserve a time on day one or day two, and the additional cost is due at the time of booking. So talk to your travel advisor about that. Um, at 4 p.m., the Halcyon Star Cruiser makes its grand departure and jumps to light speed. Passengers are asked to gather in the atrium at this time for a mustard drill, and the captain of the ship raises a toast to a safe voyage. You will not want to miss this initiation into the story that will unfold over the next two nights, so arrive well before 4 p.m. Later that night, the crown of Corellia dining room transforms an enticing table service supper club for first sit-down dinner with music performance by a galactic superstar. Dinner is either at 5.30 or 8 p.m. You uh, notify your trial advisor which you would prefer, and that's going to be your time. Passengers will have the same seating times both nights. Times are reserved at time of package booking, as I said. An add-on is available, which is the captain's table with preferred location and extra courses. Space for this event is limited. Before or after dinner, passengers may experience two onboard highlights. There is what's considered bridge training, and uh, you could do that. Or you could go to lightsaber training, which uh, these are both interactive activities. Bridge training, uh, passengers can explore a working bridge, ha get hands-on experience under supervised uh, crew members. These skills may become handy should critical situations arrive later in the trip. And then onboard lightsaber training 
can take place. You learn how to wield a lightsaber. You face off with a remote training device. And seven and or higher alternate activities uh, are available for um, people who are young. So the the lightsaber training is for those who are seven and up. The if you're younger than seven, they have alternatives for you. And uh, throughout the evening, passengers interact with crew and fellow passengers on board activities and discovering the many secrets of the Halcyon Star Cruiser, never knowing who you might meet. Both resistance figures and First Order officers have a habit of showing up in times of galactic conflict. Passengers may find their way into the engineering room, which is typically off limits. You may not even notice it when passing by. You may rendezvous with alliances and you can carry out missions and your data pad, your phone, will tell you uh, what these missions are. So keep an eye on your data pad. The more you play along, the more immersed you will be in the experience. So uh, you can get into outer rim regalia. Passengers can show off their intergalactic best at this ship showcase. Remember, passengers can purchase their attire on board or via shop Disney starting 60 days prior to arrival. Alternatively, you can create your own ensemble. So that's all happening. And uh, that sounds very exciting to me. So day two, let's talk about that. Begin your day with a breakfast buffet at Crown of Corellia Dining Room. There will be a variety of hot and cold small plates. Also included will be beverages like juices, coffee, and the ever-popular blue milk. Star Wars fans will be anxious to taste this infamous beverage, and newcomers will delight in its unique flavor. Planetary excursion to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge happens on day two. It's also known as the Planet Batu. Passengers will board a transport pod that will take them there directly from the Halcyon Star Cruiser. You get to use your Star Cruiser magic band for entry. And once on Batu, keep an eye on your data pad for details about your adventure. You may receive missions that will influence events back on the ship. Will you smuggle coaxium at Smuggler's Run or investigate the Rebels outpost on Rise of the Resistance? Receive You get to receive admission one time to both attractions during your excursion. Or you can just, you know, stroll around and enjoy the land at your own pace. Lunch on day two is a quick service meal entitlement, maybe at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. That's what I would choose because I would, this is my Star Wars experience. So I'm going to Star Wars it up. Or there are select locations throughout Disney, Hollywood uh, studios, and you could eat there. 
Passengers can make reservations at Oga's Cantina, Savi's Workshop, or the Droid Depot. Passengers on the Halcyon Star Cruiser can engage on an even deeper level. Race your droid creation against other droids on the ship. Uh, Savvy Workshop attendees can strengthen their relationship with the Force, and Halcyon passengers won't need Genie Plus or Lightning Lane entry if you decide um, not to visit Batu, you can uh, get lunch at, at a buffet at the Crown of Corellia. You can enter a Sabak tournament. Droid racing can even borrow a droid provided on board. So that is all going on on day two. And for night two, you can live out your story back on the ship. Passenger... Uh, gets to decide and make choices and they impact events on board the ship. Do you battle against foes on the bridge? Are you putting a heist plan into action? What happens is influenced by the choices and alliances that you make. You cre can create new alliances to create new experiences for those who have been on the Star Cruiser before. So, you know, no stay on the Galactic Star Cruiser can be exactly the same. Uh, you can just observe or you can engage. Like I have said before, engagement will increase the fun. I'm just saying. But uh, there's a dinner service and it showcases courses inspired by places throughout the galaxy. Foodies will relish the unique flavors and presentation. Pick your eaters will be comforted by the fact that the traditional ingredients come from their home planet. So really the taste that you'll experience won't be foreign to you. That's they're all stuff that you're used to at home. And as I as before, Captain's Table is also available. Some story elements will spontaneously occur while on board. Others uh, listed in your sample itinerary. Um, passengers can be engaged all the way through. And it culminates in a celebration of a successful journey with their fellow passengers and crew. Repeat passengers will have plenty of new experiences awaiting them on subsequent voyages. So it just, you know, you may, you know, it's how, it's all what you put into it is what you can take away. So I say, do as much as you can. Day three. So day three is a breakfast and a fond farewell. You can do a grab-and-go breakfast at the Sublight Lounge, or you could go over to the Crown of Corellia dining room and have a meal there. Um, you board a launch pod that will deliver you to Star Wars Galaxy Star Cruiser Terminal at Walt Disney World, and you disembark by 10 a.m. You can shop at the Terminal Store with branded merchandise uh, for Galactic Star Cruiser logo stuff, and you have 30 days after your voyage uh, and to make purchases and you can go to other parks if you want like you're all done with 
Galactic Star Cruiser. You can go over to whatever park you want and Walt Disney World and have some more fun. A child account is available to use the data pad. Special login requires the parent or guardian approval only allows access to Disney Park. Let me let me rephrase that because it does get a little confusing. The Play Disney Park app. So um, children can use the Play Disney Park app, but they're going to need uh, their parents' help in order to do that. Each passenger should create their own unique login to access the data pad in Play Disney Park's app. Know that booking policies are slightly different for Star Wars Galaxy Star Cruiser than other Walt Disney travel company vacation packages, you really should consult your travel advisor. So that's that's pretty much sums up the Galactic Star Cruiser experience. I uh, it just it it's wonderful. I highly suggest you give it a try. Uh, if you if you enjoy Galaxy's Edge and enjoy being on Batu. you think it's out of this world, <laughs> um, I highly suggest taking it one step further and uh, taking a step aboard the Halcyon Galactic Star Cruiser. So that's it for our main topic of the day. I'll be back shortly with more. Like what you are hearing? This is your moment. It is your opportunity to become a hero, kind of like on um, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Please follow this podcast, Travel Happens, on your favorite podcast player. Every time we release a new episode, it will then show up in your feed. You can find us on your favorite podcast player like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. You are tasked with the following travel happens on whatever podcast player you choose. It only requires one little click. Become a repeat listener and spread the word. Should you fail to follow this podcast, I am going to place a curse on you. Throughout much of the country, we have experienced a bitter cold snap of weather. Thank goodness it was only a few days where I live. If you do not follow this podcast on social media, I curse you with another round of bitter cold temperatures. Maybe you will get it around the middle of January. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. You can avoid the curse of the bitter cold by following this podcast. <music> All right, so we're gonna talk about we're obsessed. This is our regular segment that we uh, talk about something that we want to rant or rave about that is going on in our lives. It could be a book, it could be an event, a record, a movie, something we just cannot let go of. And um, yeah, that's what uh, today's all about. So basically, I want to talk about how 
obviously I've been obsessed with the weather lately because it just was some so, so cold. And I am dreading seeing the utility bills that, oh my goodness. Um, and you combine how cold it was plus inflation. And I'm sure that bill is going to be a bit more than it was last year. So I'm just dreading it. Um, yeah. So that's what I am currently obsessed with. And ugh, ugh, I am no big fan at all. So that's it when it comes to my obsession. Hopefully, wherever you are, it's much warmer. It it's it's getting more seasonable uh when I'm recording this. So that's good. Uh, and hopefully we'll have, you know, a decent rest of the winter. I, I really don't want a blizzard. Please no. <laughs> that would just, that would be awful. I'm not looking forward to that at all. Okay. A vacation in the 21st century is a complicated maze. We can help to sort out this mess and make sense of it all. We have oodles more advice and guidance when it comes to favorite destinations for North Americans. If you want help with a vacation, we can make it happen. Our contact information are in the show notes. As travel advisors with Reach for the Magic Destinations, we can help with favorite destinations on land and sea for your vacation plans. Just shoot us an email. I am a Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Alani Resort, and Adventures by Disney specialist. In addition, for more land lover destinations, I can help with Universal Parks and Resorts. Furthermore, as a cruise specialist, I can guide you with Disney Cruise Line, Virgin Voyages, Norwegian Cruise Line, Celebrity Cruises, Royal Caribbean Cruise Line, MSC, Princess Cruises, Holland America Line, Sojourn, Cunard Line, and Ama Waterways River Cruises. Thank you, dear listener, for spending time with me. Uh, we will be taking a brief break due to the holidays, but we will be back in a few weeks. Uh, it we're kind of planning. It looks like now it's kind of tentative. We're we're hoping um, that it'll be soon after January fifth. So um, look look for an episode coming out shortly after then. If you need help with planning a vacation, contact Amy, Heather, or myself, or any of the rest of the team over at Reach for the Magic Destinations. Our contact information is in the show notes, so you can find the Reach for the Magic Destinations website and see all who's part of the team and see who might be the best fit for you and your plans. Follow Travel Happens on your favorite podcast player to listen as we explore what is beyond our front porch. Reach for the magic, reach for the adventure. Mm -hmm.